This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Room Material brand for Monday, May the 23rd, 2022. Hope everybody had a great weekend and are having a great start to your week. I do want to apologize here at the top of the show. Uh, For those of you who follow me on social media, I unfortunately had some things happen at my residence and that prevented me from being able to bring you uh, some more content the latter half of last week. So I'm going to be going ahead and trying to make up for that, but I just want to let everybody know that I appreciate uh, reaching out the DMs and all the messages that I've received just showing support and showing us how you enjoy the show because it means a lot to me and I enjoy bringing it to you. All right, with that being said, let's go ahead and let's take out the headlines that are trending today. Over at Wrestling Inc. right now, the possible ramifications for Sasha Banks and Naomi. Now, many of you guys know Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out one week ago during Raw. They went into John Laurinaitis' office, who's the head of town relations and they 
expressed their frustrations with the way they were being portrayed on television and how they found out the recent plans were for them to being jobbed out. They went ahead and left. Right now, WWE has suspended them indefinitely. As far as what's going to be happening from this, we don't know all the specific details, but Matthew Wilkinson is reporting in at this hour from Wrestling Inc. WWE reportedly has the option right now of freezing both Sasha Banks and Naomi's contracts while they are suspended from the company. Now, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest edition of Wrestling Zero Radio, this is due to the wording of their contracts. Now, both wrestlers did sign these contracts not that long ago because the former WWE Tag Team Champions were suspended for failing to perform when they walked out of the building on last week's Raw. WWE has the option to freeze their deals. That would mean that for the time frame their contracts were set to expire, they would be paused the day they had walked out of the company. So, they would be stopped from potentially being over, uh, being able to sit out the remainder of their contract and then having it roll over into a new contract. Now, this is normally done when talents are unable to be performing uh, due to injuries or due to um, pregnancy. Now, WWE doesn't want to lose out on any of these potential dates that they have these stars contractually obligated for. Now, right now, it is unknown whether WWE will actually freeze the contracts of Naomi or Sasha Banks, but the company has done this in the past when it comes to talent once again relating to injuries such as Brian Danielson, Rey Mysterio, uh, and both women's deals are reportedly set to expire also in the near future, though Naomi at least was supposedly working on a contract extension prior to her walking out last Monday night. Now as for Banks, she was spotted this weekend at a concert and she received support online from her cousin Snoop Dogg, but on Sunday at Russell Vote's Twitter account, which has provided reliable information in the past, uh, claimed the situation is going to get worse before it even gets better. Now on WWE Smash down this past week, Michael Cole officially announced that Banks and Naomi had been suspended and stripped of their tag team championships, and that there would be a tournament held to crown new champions. Now, no tag teams have officially been announced for this tournament, and no date has been set for this alleged tournament either, nor is there any indication on how long Banks or Naomi's suspensions are going to be. Now, Banks or Naomi has made a public statement since they chose to walk out of Monday Night Raw last week, which is currently believed to be creative issues. Now, the company has reportedly been planning on Naomi Naomi challenging for the Raw Women's Championship at Hell in a Cell, while Banks would get a shot for the SmackDown Women's title. Both wrestlers were set to lose those respective matches. WWE also removed both ladies from their then, now, and forever graphic from the company that they would use before the show goes on the air. Now, with Cody Rhodes taking their place on the posters and all advertisements, online merchandise for both women has also been removed. Now, there's so many things that there are still to be answered regarding both of these women, but as of right now, it looks like both women are frustrated with the direction that they are being portrayed in, in WWE. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit more about what Snoop Dogg had to say regarding the situation with Sasha Banks. Wrestling Inc. is also reporting at this hour, rapper Snoop Dogg seemingly lent his support to his cousin Sasha Banks, who staged her walkout from WWE Monday Night Raw. On Sunday night, Snoop Dogg of Bloodline and Cousins on Instagram uh, shared a picture of himself with Banks as they were were spending some time together. Now, Banks had previously detailed the impact of Snoop Dogg on her wrestling career, appearing on Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions last year. Banks revealed that she got the moniker of The Boss after being at WrestleMania with the rapper, who is the master of 
ceremonies at the event that took place in Orlando. Now, the first one I did was the boss because my cousin is Snoop Dogg, Banks revealed. I remember at 16 years old going to WrestleMania in Orlando with him and him doing rehearsals. And I'm walking down the ramp beside him and I see all of the girls. I get to see all these women out there every single week doing what they're doing. I'm going, man, I want to be walking down the aisle and down the stage one day. I've got to do this, much like my cousin Snoop. Every day around him, she called he called her the boss. So that's how my character actually started. Snoop also accompanied her during the ring during her WrestleMania 32 match. But now since her walkout, Sasha Banks has been removed from all WWE advertisements, merchandising, and everything else. So when it comes to the Sasha Banks and Naomi situation, where do you stand? Are you in their camp? Do you agree with them walking out and making a stand with being represented poorly on TV? Or do you think that they should have just filled out their contracts and and left after that. Love to know what your thoughts are, and we will take more of your questions if you want to go ahead and shoot me a message on Twitter as well. All right, moving on in more headlines. Matthew Wilkinson is reporting at this hour. Backstage news on the Usos and the tag team unification. Now, many as you know, the Usos defeated Randy Orton and Matt Riddle to unify both the Raw and SmackDown championships. Now, much like the head of the table, Roman Reigns, he is both the Raw and SmackDown world champion as well. So currently, as we speak outside of the Intercontinental Champion in the 24-7, they hold all of the titles amongst the three men. The Usos may become the Unified Tag Team Champions on WWE SmackDown last week, but it wasn't just a near thing. According to Dave Meltzer on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, the call to actually have the title change happened very late. WWE had been promoting RK-Bro, which once again is Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, versus the Usos since the previous episode of SmackDown, but the only thing that was set in stone was the post-match beatdown from the Bloodline. Now, in terms of who was actually going to walk away with both sets of titles, apparently it went back and forth with Vince McMahon making the final call. The WWE chairman felt that because the match had been so heavily promoted, it only made sense that they were going to have to commit to a winner. Now, of course, the unification match between the two teams originally slated to take place at WWE WrestleMania Backlash, but the company changed direction once again at the last minute, and it became a six-man match. If you'd like to find out more about what really went into the decision to have the Usos unify both brands' titles, check out Matthew Wilkinson's article, which is trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Matthew Wilkinson's also reporting at this hour about Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay has confirmed that he is not on good terms with AEW star Kenny Omega. New Japan Pro Wrestling star Will Ospreay is not on good speaking terms with former AEW world champion Kenny Omega. The British wrestler recently spoke with Wrestle Things podcast about his career in the pro wrestling industry and working his way up from the indies and becoming a top star in New Japan. It was New Japan where he came across Kenny for the first time. The men met and had been particularly close for a while, despite being two of the top talents in the company. Well, they had often gone back and forth on Twitter recently in the past, with Omega taking shots at New Japan Pro Wrestling's momentum since he left the company, and Osprey became one of those top guys to replace Kenny. This was something that started because of the PWI 500 that came out, where Kenny took first place honors, and Osprey found himself ranked on the seventh slot. We're just not on good terms right now. I just want to leave it at that, Osprey said. It's just 
when you leave the building and when you leave New Japan and you pull me over one day and say, hey man, you need to step up for this company now. I believe in you. You have the gas. Keep it going. Go hard. Put your heart and your soul into it. Try to make everything the best because the bar was set so high before you and for myself at one point. Kenny Omega has recently said that he doesn't necessarily have any animosity towards Will Ospreay. However, Will does not take it that way. The quote would go on to say, I want the fans to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling to be like, this is professional wrestling and I am doing it. I am destroying it and I'm destroying my body. And then you cut me off online. This is according to Kenny Omega. What type of expletive do you think I mean? Look, you and I had actually told you that I held you in high regards, like actually high regards, and I respect everything that you had done. But when you did that kind of stuff, you know what? Not anymore. If you'd like to find out more about what's going on between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega, because there is so much more details, go ahead and cruise on over to Matthew Wilkinson's article, which is trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. Marco Rivera is writing in at this hour. Matt Hardy recalls the way Vince McMahon used to verbally treat Bray Wyatt. WWE CEO Vince McMahon had spent decades creating invaluable content for the wrestling industry. Along the way, he had established great relationships with some of its top stars, but he also had some notorious relationships with some of the stars, some of the ones he liked and some of the ones he didn't. AEW star Matt Hardy uh, stated that his former partner at one time, Bray Wyatt, was on the extreme life of Matt Hardy. Now, Hardy commented that Wyatt was originally like a son to Vince McMahon. The relationship was great, but there were also times when it was volatile. McMahon was very supportive on occasions, and then he would turn and be borderline abusive on others. In dealing with how McMahon would treat Bray Wyatt, Hardy highlighted an incident that saw McMahon engage in a lengthy verbal tirade. In a quote from Matt Hardy, he would say, There was one time that came up, we were coming through the curtain after something, and Vince grabbed us and said, You know, you guys, you had a chance to be special, but unlike the other tag teams in history, you guys are just two really interesting characters. Bray, why don't you do that spider walk anymore? What's wrong with you? You're not in shape. What, can you not do it anymore? He really laid into Bray Wyatt. And then he said, why don't you do it? You're not even playing up your gimmick anymore. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And then he walked away with just throwing his hands up. He was like reaming Bray after this match. And I'm like, wow, I know he's the boss, but what did he do wrong? He was like, nothing, we're fine. And he turned it to Bray and just walked away. If you'd like to read more about what Matt Hardy had to say about the relationship between Bray Wyatt and Vince McMahon, guys, please cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. right now. Marco Rivera has the article that is trending right now. All right, let's go ahead and let's keep the headlines rolling in here. AEW's Double or Nothing is going to be a exclusive event that you can only get on pay-per-view. It's going to be emanating from Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, we are less than a week away from AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which means the betting odds are out right now for all the matches over at Bet Online. Now, the first set of odds do not feature uh, the Owen Hart Cup Finals match yet. That hasn't been decided. 
But as far as Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, Jurassic Express retaining retaining their titles, AE Women's Championship, TBS and Tag Team Championship respectively, those are all right now. You can find all of those betting odds if you go on over. Once again, cruise on over to Bet Online and you can find out what all of the odds are right now for the matches that will be happening in the upcoming pay-per-view. Let's go ahead and let's continue. There is some new information about Kota Ibushi. Eric Mutter is writing in at this hour. Kota Ibushi gives emotional update on the New Japan Pro Wrestling falling out that he has recently had with them. Now, things went from bad to worse on the relationship between New Japan Pro Wrestling and superstar Kota Ibushi. After a series of tweets two weeks ago that seemed to put their working relationship in jeopardy, there appeared to be a bit of a thaw in the estrangement over the weekend. Ibushi had largely gone silent on Twitter since March the 4th, 14th, saving his comments for his 40th birthday this past Friday, while New Japan openly wished the former IWGP heavyweight champion a happy birthday on Saturday, then it still provided a little bit of hope that a reconciliation could still happen. Now, does Ibushi feel the same way? There are hopes that appear to have grown again. However, after Ibushi resurfaced earlier today on social media, firing off another round of tweets regarding the situation between him and the company, Ibushi's tweets were once again translated into English. Ibushi's tweets would read, I know this is sudden, but I cannot longer bear to watch, so I'll tell you, Ibushi tweeted. Previously, I brought up his name and the screenshot that is totally true. I wasn't sure if I should tell you, but it's unbearable to see my mother in her current situation. First of all, they've all apologized, but not all of them have. Some of the people within the company just don't have enough feelings to do that. They don't even want to give me a notice so I can have my release. My mother contacted me with concerns, perhaps noticing that I was distressed. I had reached my limit, so I talked to my mother about the sudden messages and the powerful harassment-esque treatment that I've been receiving from New Japan. And then she said in a weak voice, it's okay to leave. If you'd like to go ahead and read more about what's going on with Kota Ibushi and find out the more shocking details of that's happening with his mother, please go ahead and read the article that is trending right now by Eric Mutter over on Wrestling Inc. All right, our next article is going to be a big one. Right now, Conrad Thompson on whether he will host the Undertaker's podcast. Matthew Wilkinson is writing in on this hour about Conrad Thompson. The man who has changed the world of podcasting is now once again in the limelight. Conrad Thompson will not deny that he would be interested in hosting a podcast with the Undertaker, but it remains unclear if those guys will end up working together. Thompson recently spoke with Wrestling Inc. manager, managing editor Nick Halsman on Wrestling Inc. Daily about his upcoming StarCast 5 event, which is safe to take place on WWE SummerSlam weekend. Now, several events have already been announced for that weekend, including the big roast of Ric Flair. Jim Crocker Promotions will feature the Nature Boys retirement match, and several current WWE stars will not be in attendance. I mean, as you recall, once upon a time, we promoted The Undertaker at StarCast 2, and that just didn't work out, Thompson said, referring to WWE. WWE pulling The Undertaker from the event at the last second due to the association with AEW and StarCast. But no, those guys were going to have their hands full. Now, he does mention that because of the announcement that The Undertaker is going to be starting his new podcast, he wanted to know if he would be interested. Thompson would go on to say, I'd be lying if I said I didn't hold The Undertaker in high regard, and I don't think it would be a really fun opportunity. But I can clearly, concisely say I have not signed a sheet of paper saying I am going to work with him. But boy, 
boy, I sure love hearing the rumors of people talking about other podcasts and what could come down the line. I sure do love the idea of doing something with The Undertaker because what a legend and the amount of stories, incredible ones he would have to say. It's a treasure trove of stories, but as I'm telling you right now, no, I am not hosting his podcast. If you'd like to find out more about Conrad Thompson, in specifically how it relates to The Undertaker's new podcast coming up, check out Matthew Wilkins' article over at Wrestling Inc. That's going to do it for all the major headlines that are trending right now today, May the 23rd, 2022. If you enjoy our show, please, by all means, follow me on social media. I am at Mike, M-I-K-E, Freeland, F-R-E-L-A-N-D. You can shoot me a direct message. I'd be more than happy to answer your question. Love engaging with wrestling fans. Remember, our podcast is a one-stop shop to let you know all the trending headlines that are all over social media and on the various wrestling websites. Until tomorrow, I am Mike Freeland. I'll catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of-